This is your Team Vineyard Podcast, where we are helping you love Jesus, grow together, and give back. I'm Pastor Kathy. I get to serve as your host today, and I am really excited about this podcast today. I'm here with two great guys, Ray and Jeremy. They're going to introduce themselves in just a minute. Both have been our part of our church for a while, and we get to talk about the topic, what's in the head of a servant? What's in the head of a servant? And servant, in the way that we're going to use it today, that we're going to talk about it today, means a devoted and helpful follower. For us, a devoted and helpful follower of Jesus. And so a couple things from Scripture just before we get started, as I was thinking about this today. Jesus says in Matthew 23, this is verses 11 and 12, it says, The greatest among you must be your servant. The greatest among you must be your servant. That's what Jesus said. And then Peter is talking about, in First Peter, he's talking about how we're supposed to live for God. And I love this verse. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. And so Ray and Jeremy, you guys live this out. As I was thinking about verses and praying about this, I mean, this is what you guys do, I, I believe. And so um, we're going to get a chance to talk to them right now about this very thing. And so let me introduce them a little bit more, and then they get to talk. <laughs> um, Ray Rankin, he's um, a leader in one of the reasons we started our brand new auto repair ministry, right, which started this week, this past weekend? Yes. Officially started this past weekend, which is very cool. If you don't know what that is, Ray will tell you. Um, and then he also helps to lead our grief share group. And he is one of the leaders of our maintenance team, facility maintenance. And then Jeremy Johnston. Jeremy has is a leader at our um, community center in Barbie Creek. Uh, and he's been doing outreach ministry, leading an outreach ministry for a long time, and he's also a leader of a group. And so, Ray and Jeremy, welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Um, so, inter- take just a couple of minutes, a uh, couple seconds, whatever. Introduce yourselves. Say how long you've been to church. Correct me if I've forgotten anything. Um, I'm Ray Rankin. Uh, think I've been coming to the vineyard for between six and seven years. Uh, it always seems less than what it is because it's <laughs> something I enjoy. Uh, started getting into the leadership role um, with some some pushing is from uh, from pushing and some coaching from Pastor Keith. Uh, never really considered myself a leader, but I kept finding myself in those positions. Um, that generally means you're a leader. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I never. <laughs> Never expected to be that. That's cool. Um, things that in church and things in my my work life all kind of came to a head at the same time, and I was being steered towards those. So I did a lot of praying and and kind of dove in. Uh, as far as my serving goes, I've always I've always loved to help people uh, in, in any respect. Um, I'm a mechanical guy, so the things that I do here at church are all kind of leading towards that mechanic side of me. Uh, started doing the facilities maintenance team and was asked to step up to assistant leader there. Then the um, been doing uh, co-facilitating our, our grief share group for I believe about three years now. Um, and then our newest endeavor is the auto repair team. And uh, that's something that I'm really looking forward to getting going more and, and being involved with. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little, a little more detail. 
a little bit okay. later, but it's an exciting ministry. You good? Yep. Okay, Jeremy. Hello, my name is Jeremy Johnston. Uh, I believe my family and I have been coming since January of 2015. Uh, yeah, I, I just love it here, and I think there's um, <clears throat> a lot of good leadership here. And I think that being said, um, I, I think they instill you with a lot of tools and with classes and that kind of thing. Uh, I, I'm like Ray, I didn't think I ever had the leadership skills, um, but I think just the push from Dave, Dave Merle and Alan Mock uh, being two of the guys, gosh, I tell you what, they, they just inspired me and just the way that they would interact with people, um, gosh, I wanted that. So. Um, I think they, they instilled that in me and, of course, the Heavenly Father, too, uh, most importantly. So, um, but I'm like, Ray, I, I think if we can get the best out of people, like uh, just people that don't think they have it, if it's uh, bondage holding them back or if it's, um, you know, self-doubt or fear or that kind of thing, um, I just like to plant the seeds of positivity and just that pure joy and um, so yeah, I, I actually was one of the leaders out at Village Green um, Kids Club out there, and um, gosh, the, the kids just really, I, honestly, I never saw that or even figured that the kids would be a part of my ministry, um, but once the Lord drew me there through Anna Earl, um, I was sold for sure, uh, and I know why now, and that's because of my childhood. and. Uh, I could just relate to the kids, and uh, gosh, I just love them so much. And uh, so now I'm out at the community center, and um, I'm helping lead out there. And uh, it's just a beautiful thing just to see these kids. And uh, if we can plant Jesus in them in an early age, it's just amazing to see what they can do in the world. So just to try to get the best out of them, I think, is uh, it's just a, an amazing thing. And uh, if we allow them and if we're obedient, the Lord can do amazing things through us. So just kind of a general question. Um, my guess is even before coming to Vineyard, whether you're part of another church or just in your general life, serving was maybe something that you did. Help, you said, Ray, you just really like to help people. Is it connected to just that's who you are? Or is it a God connection thing? Like you, he compels you? Talk a little bit about that. I think for for myself, um, I, I I worked with my with my family in a in a auto repair shop. My dad was heavily involved with his church, and and I saw behind the scenes all the things that he did for for the church itself and for the the members of the church. Uh, you know, helping people that that uh, that were down on their luck a little bit. Uh, he always. He always put those things before other things. Hmm. Uh, you know, the, those were the customers that were the most important. That's so interesting. And and some of those customers were customers that didn't have the means to pay for their stuff. And it, there was times where it, I looked at it and I didn't understand it. But then now, as I get older, I'm, I, I understand one hundred percent where he was coming from. Um, my family, I was raised in the church. Uh, coming to Vineyard was a whole new thing. I mean, just the like Jeremy was saying, the, the the opportunities that we have here to to go out 
into the community um, is, is just amazing. And the resources that the vineyard gives us to, to do those things. Uh, I just took the refresher course for leadership essentials and honestly got more out of it this time than I did when I took it hmm. years ago. Um, so so it, it sounds like it was modeled for you through your dad. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, and, and I've always had, like I said, I, for me it personally, it's just, I, 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 it, it brings me happiness. Yeah. It brings me happiness to help other people. Yeah. Um, there's times when I can't, but there's, you know, and those times, those times are hard on me actually when I can't do do the things that I that I think I should be able to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's been in my, my parents were a huge part of it, and yeah. then when I got to got to Vineyard, it was just boom, everything opened up. That's cool. What about you, Jeremy? Uh, for me, I think it's a little different. Um, I come from a family that uh, my parents divorced early on. So I was back and forth. Um, I think for me, it was actually my mom being one, the way she pursued me and just the way she loved me. Uh, it, it just blew me out of the water. Like I, I'd never seen such compassion from a person like like that, you know. So and your mom, um, you're talking about your mom. I'm talking about my mom. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, just secondly, I think I think it was a, a God sent for me. I, I don't know why, but I, I I just think that I'd like to. I think going through the hard times, being one from the divorce of the family. So um, I think I see those kids and can relate to those kids, or even the teenagers, or it can be grown ups too. Like if they're going through hard times, I just I, I want to try to lift them up because I know where they're at and where they mm. came from. So yeah. uh, I didn't grow up in the church per se. So um, that was something that kind of I, I, I honed in on that, um, gosh, if I could just give them a piece of what I know because of my mom, because I think she was basically one of the few that was constantly there for me. So that that repetition, you know, that I think that's and, and it goes. That's to be said for the community center. That that's to be said for ministry. Like, if we can be repetitive in these kids' lives or or anybody's life, I think it shows that, um, yeah, that if they'll pursue me, then I must must be somebody. I must mean something. Hmm. So then that relates to, man, if if a heavenly if they're going to pursue me, well, the heavenly Father pursues me, then I'm definitely something. So. If you can connect to those two, yeah, man, the sky's the limit, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I think that it was God sent for sure. I don't know why I I feel the way I feel, uh, other than, gosh, I just want to. I want transformation. I want to see transformation, like yeah. like get the best out of somebody, yeah, and let them know that they've got, or let them know that they're worthy, that they're somebody, yeah. So, uh, it's always been in me even in, in maybe sports too was probably yeah. a part of that, you know? Um, so I can't really pinpoint it other than those few things maybe kind of. Yeah, no, those are pretty good yeah. for both of you. I mean, it was modeled and, and then it was um, something that you saw in your mom and also a need that you felt when you were growing up. And so, yeah, I, I think that's great. Um, and so you sort of talked about this a little bit, Ray, like, Part of it is like the car ministry. It's part of your skill set. 
right? Is that what... So it's interesting. People serve for different reasons, I think. Like Jeremy said, he would never have imagined himself to be doing stuff with kids. I'm kind of there. I'm kind of there, too. Right. Um, and But for you... Like you, that was what you did. You had an auto repair ministry and now that skill set you can use for good. So talk about that a little bit. Like how does your skill set fit into it well, or not? No, it, uh, it, it plays a big role in it. Um, I think one of the very first classes I ever took at, at, uh, at the church, I ended up sitting with uh, Dave Sherwood. And we got to talking and... Uh, he had a friend that needed some work done on their car and we started talking and I decided to, you know, give him my number and tell her to call me. Well, it turns out that she was actually a customer of ours at the shop, uh, Sheila Sipwitz. And, uh, and from that moment on through word of mouth or whatever, I started being more doing more work for people around church. Hmm. Uh, my thing in the automotive industry is the fact that I don't want to say it's a terrible industry, but I know that the some of the things that happen in the industry, people get charged way too much money for for the work that they get done. And, and yes, I, it is I, possible I've gone to a place and they assume that I don't know what I'm talking about, and they're correct. <laughs> well, and, and that's 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 a huge thing. And, yeah. and that I, I've always had it's always pained me when. A, a woman walks into a shop and they instantly take advantage of that person. And it's not just women. It happens on a grander scale with women, yeah. but it also happens with men. Um, so, you know, when I was doing the work at home, I was doing the stuff and uh, just trying to help people out as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the Bible talks about all over about finding your, finding your gift from God. Uh, my gift is is that I like to fix things. Um, people laugh all the time. I don't necessarily enjoy working on cars, but it's what he's put in my body to be able to do. Yeah. So that's that's those are the skills that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, long line of it. Um, passed it down to my sons, and they're they're building on it. And I'm hoping that actually that the automotive ministry is going to be a way that they get more involved with the church. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, um, that is awesome. And then just getting put in, a pla- in place with the right people. Uh, that's one of the things that when I've just been listening to both of you, like you were invited um, to, to, so to a leadership role, but I think even just in, in, in serving, you're invited. You said that Anna invited you to serve or David invited you. And so talk about that a little, I mean, like that matters for, you mean, you don't have to be a pastor of a church or working at a church to invite someone to take part, but it opens up the opportunity to serve, which maybe helps people recognize that the servant thing is really part of who they are. Right, for sure. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, definitely. Uh, I think Anna Earl, when she, because I, I always had a, a heart for beyond the walls of the church, like the community and that. So uh, there's a few places that I served, uh, River Valley being one, and then um, there's a couple other places, but anyways, I know that ministry kind of went away. And so I was a bit curious on what else might be out there for us or for me. So, uh, I know Anna Earl was on staff at the time and, uh, was one of my leaders. So she said, well, why don't you just come 
and check out uh, Village Green, a kids club. And I thought, ah, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe I'll come check it out at night, you know, I'll just shadow. And so anyways, I, I showed up that night and I don't know, I was, I was a little anxious, you know, there was a bunch of little kids running around and I'm like, I don't know if this is for me, but for being there that hour, I knew on the way home that the Lord was, was talking to me because um, I could feel like, like, like when you stoke a fire, I could feel the fire in me. And I just knew in that moment that that, that was a divine intervention for me. Um, that invitation was. That invitation was. And so I went to church that Sunday, and CJ's dad, um, he said, hey, you know what? I just, I just love those kids. He goes, why don't you come check it out? And I had prayed before, before I went to, to church that morning because I was still undecided. But that was, that was the icing on the cake for me right there. Like, yeah, Lord, I know what you're doing, mm-hmm. definitely. So that invitation really, for me, kind of, had I said no, I'm not sure where I'd be. But yeah. this is exactly where I want to be now. You That's know what awesome. I mean? So yeah. uh, that invitation was everything. Yeah. So I think that's part of being a servant too, really. Like, like if you see that in somebody, man, say something. Yeah. Because that could change the trajectory of their lives or the community's lives or wherever the Lord's leading them. Yeah. So it's as simple as saying, hey, you want to come check this out? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So and it sparks servanthood. It does. In people. In a yeah. big way. Yeah. Definitely. So let me ask, since both of you have had long, I mean, like years of practicing servanthood, um, is there, okay, one of two things, a story that you've just found it, like, this is really worth it. Like, this is, this is awesome. It, it meets a need. It also meets a need in me. So a story where you found it to be worth it or a story where your service went wrong. Um, I tell a story sometimes in Village Green where we painted a house and the, mm. it, it, it's a long, the person, did I tell you, do you know? Yeah. It's not, a, we painted a house of someone who we thought we were doing a good deed, and it turns out it wasn't so much of a good deed. I, and I remember this so, story. Yeah, so yeah. if I just say it out loud, that woman was a prostitute, and yeah. then she could just say, come to the bright blue house. And so <laughs> right. not so much on the great move with servanthood, but right. yeah. Do you have either a really great story or a story where um, service just kind of went wrong? Sure, sure. Go ahead. Well, I, is it only one or the other? Uh, I, I well, if story. we have time, you can okay. share both. Well, yeah. I'll share one. And then uh, for me, yeah, I well, actually, when I was at Village Green, and I was actually the van driver, so I would go out and do the route every day. And there's one in particular family out there that has three little boys, and two of them are twins, Camden, Dakota, and Austin. And I tell you what, these kids have so they have so much energy, and and they're they're never never sad. They're always full of joy. And but anyways, I'd pull up, and I'd give a little honk, and no sooner I give that honk, they'd come running out the door, flying down the. They have three or four steps right there, and they would yell church, church. I'm like, that's it right there, you know. So I actually got in a conversation. I got to know the parents too and so I talked to their mom and I got to know her mom uh, the, the mom's story a little bit and 
uh, she just loved her boys so much that uh, there wasn't much f trust for her in the community. So she didn't even let them go to the playground to play. She wouldn't let them ride their bikes anywhere outside of the scene of the house. And she told me in that conversation, she goes, you know, the only place that I let them come is to Kids Club on Wednesdays because I trust you guys and I trust what you're doing there. And I so appreciate you guys for that. And I know my boys love to come. Hmm. And it just breaks my heart because, um, yeah, like, like in the world is dangerous for these kids. Yeah. But she trusted us. That and was a safe place. That was a safe place. Yeah. And I, that changed my world right there. Yeah, I mean, it, awesome. it, 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 yeah, I love it. And, and I miss them. So. Do you have a story like that, Ray? I mean, um, not like that. I mean. Yeah, I actually, um, you know, all the other things that I do. And then uh, the grief, <laughs> grief share is one of the greatest things for me. Um, when I got involved with the ministry, it was, uh, I had been asked to, if I'd be interested in it and did some background on it and a lot of praying and did it. And our first, uh, our first group, our first session, I was, I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't, never been up in front of a room of people before. Hmm. Um, and as that first session progressed and the 13 weeks went by, it was just amazing to me to see how God was working in these people's lives to take their, their grief and their brokenness. And on our last night to see the, the smiles and the, and the stories that were being shared about their loved ones that had passed away. Um, and the other thing that I think is great about grief share for me is that it's, it's also helped me to find more of my voice in God. Um, we do have some have had some people go through the group that uh, that were that haven't accepted Jesus as our Savior, and I feel that that's kind of my calling when the when those situations arise that I can I can push Jesus, and I, I like you said it's just an amazing feeling when you see those sparks yeah. start to ignite in somebody and and they start asking questions about the Bible and and. I'm still not even close to being where I want to be in, in knowing the Bible, but I've got a good enough grasp of it where I, I'm, it's helpful. It's helpful in my conversations with those people. Amen. So yeah, that, it's, been, it's been an amazing blessing to be part of that group. Hmm. Amen. I love how um, when you're willing to serve wherever God tells you, that you get stretched. You get stretched out of your, like you said, you were talking in front of people and never imagined that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so just um, do you have a way that God has stretched you, Jeremy? Oh, for sure. Yeah. A, a couple different things. One is at Village Green, we used to do worship over there. And <laughs> along with that worship, there was a dance. And I thought, there's no way. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, in the midst of the kids pushing me up there and then a little stretch from uh, our other leaders, uh, I thought, man, th this isn't so bad. I can be kind of goofy, and these kids love it. It doesn't matter. They don't see you any other way. And, um, gosh, they just would have a blast with it. So it, it stretched me in that and then actually doing it on stage here in front of a bunch of parents. I do remember that at yes, a Christmas party. I remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that and also... Like Ray said, kind of speaking in front of a, a group. Yeah. Like, there's no way. I can remember even telling you one time, I don't know that I can do this, 
but you looked at me and I knew you, you knew that I could do this. So, uh, but now I wouldn't have any other way. Yeah. So those two areas for sure. Yeah. I think yeah. once you say yes to, yeah. I mean, I'm, and I think the servanthood thing is in both of you, but I think once you say yes and God gives you another opportunity and you say yes to that and he yeah. gives you another opportunity. And yes. I mean, really, when I think about the auto repair ministry, Ray, I know that a lot is, is in part because you said yes. You as a volunteer leader at the church were like, yeah, I'm willing to take that on. And God just gives you greater and greater responsibility, which I think is exciting. Yeah. You know, we had been talking about the auto repair ministry kind of on the side with the the church was discussing building a barn, but they didn't want to just build a barn for storage. They wanted it to be something else. And, uh, And I'll never forget it. I walked into service on a Sunday morning and... Alan met me at the door and uh, and said, hey, we're thinking about putting together a, a team that would work on cars. Would you be interested in it? And there was no, there was no, no, no hesitation at all. It was a, a, a definite yes. Didn't have to think about it. And, and part of that was I knew that God was already involved in it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, as I think about, so you get greater and greater responsibility and, you know, you have a servant's heart, but then you get put in front of people and, um, and there's a tempt or there can be, maybe not for you guys, there can be a, tem- a temptation to get prideful about that kind of a thing and, and have it be more about you than more about God. And I think, um, as we serve him and as we talk about what's in the head of a servant, I think humility is part of it. Like keeping humble. There's a verse in First Peter. It says, do you serve for the approval and applause of others or do you live for the audience of one? And so just kind of a last follow-up question, unless you guys want to add something else. Like how do you keep that attitude of humility in the midst of service? For me, it's... Uh, um I would be totally happy if nobody ever knew who I was. <laughs> uh, it, I, I, I don't, I don't do it. Uh, I don't do it for myself. Although I do, I do enjoy the feeling that I get from helping people. Um, it, it's truly just I want to, I want to I, I be that person that that uh, that Jesus is looking down on and going, "You're doing what I want you to do." Mm. Um. So that's, I mean, that's pretty much it for me. It's, it, I, I try to, I try not to be boastful. Um, all of the, all of the abilities that I have, when it comes to working on things, when it comes to being in grief share, standing up in front of those people, I couldn't do any of it if Jesus wasn't the, the driving force behind it. Yeah. And I think for me, actually. I have to pray quite a bit with that and, and to die to self and yeah. pick up my cross daily. I pray for that daily because pride can creep in. The flesh can creep in naturally. And I, I don't want to lead incorrectly. And that's mm. very important to me. Uh, I, I, I lead a group of men. Uh, we have a, a, a men's group. And um, a lot of times if, if, the, if the Lord's not leading in spirit through me, then it doesn't work. And if I'm out there with the kids and, you know, I'm not leading correctly and with the Lord working through me, and if I'm sinning and I know knowingly sin, I, 
it's not right. I'm not leading correctly. Like I need to be true to myself before I can actually put myself out there to lead for others. It's so important and obedience and righteousness is everything. And um, so, yeah, I, I have to pray about it quite a bit. Uh, I don't, yeah, I, I don't want to be seen by others naturally, but um, I, I can say the world will, will, will creep in once in a while for me. So the temptation does arise once in a blue moon. So, um, but for the most part, I think, I think it's going pretty well with, with being led by the Lord. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the prayer, uh, like just praying through it and is, is super, super important and reminding ourselves, and I know you guys do this too, yeah. you just remind yourself who you're doing it for and why you're doing it. And for sure. Which works in the really good when it's when the servant part is going well right. and when the servant part is not going well. Well, just one more quick question. Have you ever felt like quitting? Like have you ever just been done? And what do you do? Um, I, I get tired. Yeah. I, I, I do get tired. Um, like physically or mentally? Phys- physically and mentally, okay. both. I mean, there's there's times where it's, you know, that that's it just seems like it dominates my life. Mm-hmm. And that's those, those are the times where, where I have to step back and remember, again, remember why I'm doing it. It's not, it's not for me. It's, it's a, I'm, I'm being called by God to, to do these things. And, uh, and about the time I start getting tired, then, you know, he'll put something out there that just reassures me of why I'm doing it. Do you have an example? Sorry, I'm putting you on the Oh, spot. no, I mean, like I said, I, 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 there's, there's weekends where, uh, you know, where I, there's times where I'd be at the church on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, <laughs> and then come to service on Sunday. And I, yeah. I would just be literally just, just wiped out. Yeah. Uh, and then specific instance instance um young lady that i've i've helped out a couple times here at church uh got a phone call left church was heading to go on my sunday day and she had some car issues and no matter what i thought i wanted to say no that i couldn't make it but i didn't and i went and looked at her car and was able to not really i couldn't provide an answer for her but just the the fact of how thankful she was that I took the time to come come look at it, yeah, and 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 try to help. And when it was all over and done, it took me all of fifteen minutes. Yeah. So it, it's it does it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me to say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's what awesome. I have thought about quitting a few times. Uh, I'm like Ray. I I can overcommit myself sometimes. And I, I, I could be going four or five days. And I say that because sometimes I forget my family and my little daughter at home. And um, That's a they, great point. Yeah, yeah, they need ministry too. And mm-hmm. so where I was on three, four teams, I'm only on one or two. Um, so I can provide that time for her. And my, my wife was a genius when she looked at me and said, you know, you, you have a family too. So um, I knew I had to step back a bit, but it was able to still do ministry efficiently in the the two or three days that I was still doing it. And yeah. uh, so th- that's it for me. Like I, I had to I create a balance yeah. between family and raising my daughter. Because that's uh, your job too. I mean, oh, yeah. like that's the thing sure. God's given you to do. Oh, yeah. Because, 
yeah, I can be a servant out in the community and through the church and that kind of thing. But I'm also a servant to my my girls. Yeah. And to me, they're they're just as important, if not more important. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, for sure. So I didn't. I wasn't going to quit completely by no means, yeah. but I definitely needed to take the foot off the pedal a little bit for yeah. sure. Yeah, and just continually talk to God about okay. It's so, oh, yeah. do you go and you do you respond to that call and yeah. and and what do you keep saying yes to and sure. that kind of thing. So, yeah, I know that's good. Anything you guys want to add? The head of a servant. What's in your head? And then we'll wrap up. I think for me is, of course the. The number one thing is I love the Lord with all my heart, soul, and mind. That's the number one commandment. And I actually feel that way 100%. So I want my father to look at me and say, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing it for for me. And and I know that. So I want to be obedient in that. And if he molded me to be a servant, I'm going to be a servant all day. And uh, I, I'm going to serve him 100%. I'm not going to give any less. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Um, so, yeah, whatever that means, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. And you have to be. You can't, you can't be 50-50, you know. It yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, so, that's good. Yeah. Anything else, Ray? Yeah, I think loving, loving God and Jesus is the, the, the basis for everything. And when you do those two things, that, when that's the priority, all of the other things fall into place. Yeah. And as long as you, as long as for me, as long as I keep God first and I stay in his word, then it gives me the energy to carry on. Hmm. And it gives me the love to do that. Um, all of my prayers either start with or end with, let us go out and be a light into the world. Yeah. And I, that's, that, it's not just in my prayers, it's, it's a phrase that comes up all the time. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what I want to be. I want to be a light on others. And I think it's like you with the kids, and, and that, that's just amazing. Uh, yeah. The men's group, again, yeah. you know, the teams that I serve on are, are mostly men. And men are some of the hardest people to minister to sometimes. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> you can ask a guy, yeah. you, you can know that something's going on, and they're still going to say, I'm okay. Yeah, right. So you had it, the one-on-one time, um, and that's the other thing that I, for for the, ser- the the groups that I serve with here at, ch- at church, the people are amazing. Hmm. You know, I, I've built friendships and relationships with all of them. Um, I can truly say that most of them are my brothers in Christ. It's the Definitely. bonus of serving, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah, it's a bonus for yeah. sure. Well, thanks, you guys. I so appreciate bo- what you both do, you know, where you use your gifts and your talents and you say yes to Jesus and you do things that are sometimes uncomfortable and you're you truly are awesome examples of um servant leaders both of you are leading and both of you are 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 servant-hearted and at the core and so thank you for all you do um for Jesus so team vineyard and uh we hope that this was beneficial to you and helpful to you and if servanthood is something that you want to move in toward more and more Uh, I think our advice would just be do it, you know, ask God and move forward. So uh, thanks, Team Vineyard. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you this weekend. 